Yeah. I thought that maybe, Al, that when you got in here that you might be remote. I know that yesterday you were toying around with the idea of maybe trying to make a quick trip to San Francisco to see a potential closeout. Yeah. Obviously, didn't yeah, happen. Did You're happen. here in person. Did you just, you just give it up? You just decide it's not going to go down? Too many moving parts to make it happen. So I think we'll be more prepared unfortunately more prepared next season to have kind of like a couple road trips involved get a couple of the partners involved that whole thing i think you should have Just to pay a for little. it i think oh, no, I, I get it i, I, I think completely understand it should come out of your end 100 your pocket yep. you should have to pay for a chartered flight yes. out of your end a, a ritz carlton suite out of your end yep floor seats out of your end i think that's how it should go. when i heard john in game one up there they had the con he was on the comrex right yeah and it was crystal clear i'm like Got to plug in, Slee. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute here. <laughs> Maybe there's a little bit of a chance. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. It's okay. They're going to close down game six. I don't think they're going to close down game you five. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I think I, I, I was thinking about it, and I I don't know why, and we'll spend a lot of time on this today because it is a Laker game day. It's yeah. Five, uh, you get going at 530. It's, I, I think that the 3-1, they're in a great spot. 3-2, they're in a great spot. 3-2 coming home, you're in a great spot. But I feel like this is an oddly important game for them. And I think they're going to win tonight. I, I just think that I started. I thought about a couple of things that you said yesterday. Specifically, can anybody not named Steph Curry show up three games in a row? It doesn't really feel like that's a great bet if you're a Warriors fan. But it also feels like it's not a zero possibility either. I just it feels like they should probably just take care of it tonight. Get as much rest as you possibly can. It depends on what the the Suns and the Nuggets do in their game six along the way. But this feels like an oddly important game for a team that's up three one with game six waiting for them at home if in fact they need it. So I, I, I think if you're looking at it, let's look at it from a Warriors perspective for a quick second. Just kind of we'll flip it for a second. When the Lakers had Memphis in game five out in Memphis last round. Yeah. Um, Memphis blew them out. Now, Lakers came back and they handled business, but I think there was always this underlying of, it's the Memphis Grizzlies. Does Memphis have something on their resume that says, guys, watch out for us. Um, look no. what we've done these last couple of years. <laughs> Absolutely not. They're actually the complete opposite of that from a maturity perspective and everything else. I get what you're saying about the Warriors. You know what you don't want to happen tonight is... And I listen, I still think the the foundation for me is I just believe the Lakers are a better team. I agree with you. And the, the fact that they get stops and they play defense, that stuff's not going to go away. What I, I think the one thing that I'd worry about with the Warriors is this, is Clay has a good night, Wiggins has a good night, they feel good, there's a little bit of... they ha There's been no point so far this series where I think they've had a little bit of momentum. They were down the one nothing. Yeah. yeah, they were down one nothing before you knew it. They're down three to one. Um, I still think Lakers would be okay even if they lost tonight. I but do too. I get what you're saying. I, I get the idea and the concept, especially because it is the Warriors. You just don't want to give them a little bit of life. But I, I go back to this and I'll say it again. I just feel like they're a better team. Yeah. Well, I look, being they're the better team, and I think what we were talking with DeAndre a few minutes ago, even though we still have beef because he took that bad picture of me. Um, what the Lakers do is incredibly replicable, repeatable, right? Get to the foul line, tack the basket, play good defense. That doesn't come and go, really, right? Three-point shots come and go. Depending on role players, kind of comes and goes. But get to the foul line, attack the basket, play good sustainable. defense. It's super sustainable. Yeah. It's probably the most sustainable 
situation of the teams that are left, maybe with the exception of Jokic just being unguardable. That's a pretty sustainable. Just give it to him, let him make his decisions, and that's why I think that is a potentially awesome matchup for for the Lakers and for the Nuggets, but we'll, we'll get to that in a sec. They just feel like it's very repeatable, but come back to what the Warriors were talking about or what the Warriors need. They're going to fire every last bullet that they have tonight. They have to, right? It is literally a must-win game yeah. for them. But if they do win... And now you're going in, hey, guys, we just got to do it one more time. One time. One. We just have to find one more effort like this in us. You're going to get probably a better effort from the Lakers if, in fact, it goes that way. Yeah. But now if they can find one more time, there's a lot of ifs in this. Now it's one game. Anything can happen. I don't care if it's a good team, a bad team, or anywhere in between. Anything can happen. Just end this. Just end it tonight, and I don't think that they're going to be thinking about minutes. I don't think they're going to be thinking about anything other than let's just go out there, try to find a way to make Steph work for everything he gets, and just assume that everyone else on that team is going to continue to play the way that they have, which is somewhere between bad to just okay. Yeah, Lakers, like you've been saying, the Lakers are better. If the Lakers play well, I think they win. Warriors, um, when they came back... Remember they came back down 3-1 against Oklahoma City Thunder sure. years ago. Clay right? went bananas. Clay had his Game 6 Clay, I think 11 threes. Uh, just, it really was one of the more remarkable performances in playoff history. Okay, so Clay had his game. Um, two of the final three games they had were in the Bay, mm-hmm. were in Golden State. Mm-hmm. So that's when they came back. What made the Cavs come back against the Warriors even more remarkable down 3-1 Two of the three were against in Golden State. On the road. On the road, right? At the time in Oakland or whatever the case. It was on the road. So the Warriors are looking at it exactly like you just said. You just got and by the way, I don't even think they give a rats, you know what, about game six. They just got win they one. Win tonight. Just win one, and then all of a sudden the pressure goes a little bit on this side. Um if there's one thing that I think the Lakers have put themselves in a really good position on so far this postseason, haven't really played with that much pressure. They, right out the gate, they're up one nothing against Memphis. Right out the gate, they're uh, up one nothing against the Golden State Warriors. They've held serve at home. They, they they have not. They've yet to lose a game at home. So when I say they haven't really had a tonight's not a pressure packed game on the Lakers. It's not game five in Memphis wasn't a pressure packed game. Nope. You could say game six had some pressure on bit. it, but you still had two chances to win a game. So it's th- the right kind of pressure. It's the right kind of pressure. So there hasn't really been that. Now, if the series goes on, and now all of a sudden it's real pressure, and it's some of those other players. I'll give you an example. Um, D'Angelo in Game 6 against the Grizzlies. He had 30, 31, whatever he had. Mm -hmm. He didn't really feel like he was feeling pressure. What are all these guys if it does get to a Game 7? And that's a long way to go, but I see what you're saying of, you just prolong this a little bit, what what does it look like? The sooner you end it, the better. It's for everybody. And a, obviously, you win the series, but B, you buy yourself a little bit of time. You yeah. buy yourself a little bit of rest, which we know how important it is for the Lakers, for LeBron in particular, for AD to a certain point. Just end it. Don't don't don't. I like the idea of an escape hatch in Game Six and a potential Game Seven. But let's not use it. Oh, let's, you just, yeah. let's just go out there. You don't want to go back to Chase it, for you, Game Seven. You do. Yeah. I, I don't even want it coming back here on Friday night. I. I if, in fact, that's what it is, I would pick the Lakers to win right now. Even if the Lakers could lose by 40 yeah. tonight. I would pick the Lakers but to what win. About your, what about what you got over at Crypto? Didn't you have a, you had a bottle service at Hyde <laughs> for Friday night? Is that what that thing's so what called? So happens, what happens to your – because you already put your deposit down. You know what's weird about Hyde? 
Every like I've I've wandered by. I don't even know how I get there. I just like have wandered by. I'm in Staples Center or Crypto. It's like how did I even wind up on this? Somebody level? has I don't even know to, how to find that place. Somebody has to tap you on the shoulder <laughs> three times. You go into a secret elevator. It's what it feels like. Yep. I've I've been looking it for the seven ten suite. Right. I'm walking around. I'm like, wait, that this is how you get. I don't even know how to get there. You just kind of show up in front of that place. They're just blindfolding you, walking over there. And you're like, I smell the pretzels. I've never like, been allowed inside. We're, we're taking you to hide. Have you ever been in there? I've never been to hide. Yeah, no, neither have I. We should go. You should you should well, use I, your connections. Friday. That's why I was saying Friday. You should use you're the Laker person. Your bottle service. Twist some arms. Get this yeah. get get that thing opened up for us. Let's go in there and I'll have, have a, a little, drink uh, in between quarters. Yeah, why not? Just one. I'll do you have one. I'll have the rest and I'll have a good time and I'll keep your seat warm. Okay. Friday night? Get it, sure, if you get it set up, I'll come. Absolutely. All right, I, I'll see if I can figure that yeah, out. Yeah, you, you you get on that. By the way, I literally would be there for eighteen seconds Fine. and you would just be at a table by yourself. I want the whole sleep. table, and I get to decide who sits at the table. Got the NHL game on. <laughs> Perfect. Look, we got Dodgers have, over here. Dodgers are on in uh, 30 minutes, as a matter of fact. Okay. Little day game for the Dodgers along the You're way. Uh, we got Ask Emily coming up. Emily can uh, stop responding to the Ask Emily's on Twitter. We need to save it for the segment. I just have the one because I, I well, refuted that's what, his ask. She's, here's well, the thing. She's been she's on She's already like a fighting Twitter, with the people that are asking. She's been on a Twitter segment. tear. I mean, you saw last game, right? Game four. I didn't say I heard about. I, it. I haven't six seen. Tweets. I haven't seen more tweets six. in a span of one game. I thought she was basically like McMenamin reporting. <laughs> she Do you was, have an alert for me, Ellen? Is she that why? All every time I open up, it's Twitter. a lot. It's a lot. She's already getting very, very aggressive with the people on Twitter. So we'll we'll that see. Wasn't aggressive. No, that's actually well, good. It, it, no, no, keep it, it aggressive. It, that, it, that. it was aggressive. It, it was a. They, they were asking about why she's aggressive, and she respond, responded aggressively. aggressively. So we're off to. <laughs> <laughs> a good slash bad start. I don't know, but ask Emily's coming up uh, at 1045, so make sure you're here for that. Plus, we're giving away another chance, Lee, to win the ultimate summer getaway oh, yeah. to Surf and Sand Resort in Laguna Beach. Uh, when we give you the heads up, you're going to want to be the correct caller, and when you are, you will win a $50 gift card to Splash's Bar, and you also qualify for the grand prize, which is a two-night stay at Surf and Sand Resort, a couple's spa treatment, dinner for two, Additional beach activities and relax, unwind, and rejuvenate Oceanside at Surf and Sand Resort Peace of Mind. Let me tell you about the Splashes Bar very quickly, Slee. It's in the back of the hotel, right? Okay. The the, ho- the front of the hotel is on PCH. Mm-hmm. The back of the hotel is where, and you kind of go down below. Mm. The bar literally sits on the sand on Laguna Beach. That they open up on, these guys. giant shutters, and the ocean, not just the ocean breeze, the ocean mist Come on, comes guys. into the spot. And you can go have a couple of drinks down there. Get $50 on us. All right, I'll take you to hide. You take me. <laughs> it's a good spot. You take me there. I'm just saying, it's not It's not a bad spot. And you're within walking distance of a lot of other fun spots down that's, there in Laguna Beach. So make perfect. sure that you're listening for that. Uh, watching the Celtics game last night reminded me of something about the Lakers that they don't get nearly enough credit for. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Kershaw trying to get right tonight, or this afternoon, this morning, I guess, on our time uh, for the Dodgers coming up 1045, Slee. So he got uh, bombed out by the, not even bombed out by the pods. He walked the world against the pods, which They was should weird. have scored a lot more. They didn't. But you're right. He, I think he had more walks in that game against the Padres he had all season. I don't want to do baseball right now, but can I just tell you something that Bergman and I were, were talking a little bit this morning? Yeah. I'm not there yet. I will certainly take him on my team if, if anybody's interested in sending him along. Kind of sort of intrigued by why Juan Soto can't hit all of a sudden. It's weird. Just he, This is a guy that was on the list of maybe someday could mess around and hit 350 or better, and it's like he's just hanging around at 240. It's, it's kind of interesting. So yesterday was, I think since 2021, he had his first four-game, four-hit game. Mm-hmm. Before that, it's one walk and one for four if you're lucky. It's a weird deal. And it's not – and. All of this comes back to Otani, by the way. The reason I was thinking about this has mm-hmm. to do with Otani, who passed and set another Babe Ruth record, or broke another Babe Ruth record last night. Yeah. I, I see things through, how does this affect the Dodgers, and how sure. does this affect Shohei Otani being on the Dodgers? Something could happen in the Twins game. I'm like, that's going to mean Otani's going to be a Dodger. The Royals could go 0 for 5 with runners and scores. That means Otani's going to be a Dodger. It's the only way I can see the world right now. I'm a that's, little that's tunnel a, vision. It's a good way to look at it. It's, it's, a, it's a weird good way to deal. Look at it. it is a weird deal. So, Lakers tonight got a chance to close this thing out. I was watching the Celtics. You and I were talking a little bit. The, the Sixers blew out the Celtics last night mm-hmm. in Boston. Um, they've got a 3-2 uh, three, two. Three, two series and advantage. And that's two games they've won in Boston. Two games they've won in Boston. Boston fans booed them as well. They booed them. They booed them. And that's what's interesting. And they booed mostly, I think, because the Celtics just laid an egg, right? It looked like they were completely disengaged, that they were disinterested, that they didn't really compete in any meaningful way. Made me think of the Lakers. The Lakers have had bad games. The Lakers have had some rocky moments at the end of games over the course of the season. But you know what the Lakers have really not done all season long? Is roll. Even when they've been bad and and had a, a bad night, the Lakers compete the Lakers don't stop playing, and I think that's a, a very direct reflection of their head coach. He's a tough guy, but he's calm. He's mm-hmm. not a yeller and a screamer. He's not doing all these crazy things. Great motivator. He, he's a great motivator that he said he's going to come in, and we're going to play hard, and we're going to be a good defensive team. Now, it took four months to get there, yeah. but he's right. They play hard. They're a great defensive team. Coming into this series, coming into the postseason, we talk so much about, well, Steve Kerr is experienced in this, and then this is the first time for Darvin Ham and the end of the games. They've kind of been sloppy. He's aced his postseason exam to this point. Granted, we're only about halfway through this thing, but I don't think you could have asked too much more for a rookie head coach with a veteran-laden team the way that they are, that he gets them to play as hard as they do, as consistently as they do on both ends of the court. So I know this was one of the – and it's fair. One of the question marks coming into the postseason was – all right, how's your head coach going to do in this situation? He's never been the head coach coming into a playoff series. That's it. It's him. There is no, I'm an assistant. That's, everything's going to run through Darvin Hill. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, gets through it with Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got there. It's, it's Taylor Memphis. Jenkins. It's Memphis. It's Dylan they're, Brooks. They're a good team, but they're also incredibly young, incredibly immature. And then it was, well, Steve Kerr is going to run circles around Darvin Ham. It really was. There was I, I read a lot of articles sure. about that. We've had conversations saying that there's going to be an adjustment. What does he do to the adjustment? It's not an unreasonable position to take. Not unreasonable. There was an article yesterday in... Um, I can't remember it was The Athletic. One of those articles that was specifically, this is a Warriors vantage point. You know what the headline was? How Steve Kerr is getting out coached. Mm-hmm. Or it was, in, in another sense, how Steve Kerr is not making the proper adjustments. And if you'd have told me you're four games in and there's an article that's talking about Steve Kerr on the other side of it. Listen, things happen. Guys miss shots. You could run the perfect play for a head coach and a player misses a shot or other players aren't coming through or Clay is taking really bad shots, whatever it is, right? Things like that are going to happen. But I I feel like there's something, and maybe this just has to do with the Lakers' talent, the way they're playing. LeBron is on the sideline with Darvin Ham, so there is – Maybe Darvin Ham hasn't seen this. LeBron has. You know, you were talking about it. One of those final plays in Game Four, LeBron was already pointing out he knew where the shot was coming five seconds before the player was even in the right spot. Would anybody else in the NBA know that? Not many. Probably just LeBron. Yeah, maybe a player or two. But there has been a little bit of, I don't know if panic is the right word. You don't have three different starting lineups in four games unless you feel like I don't. This didn't work. Let's try this. I don't have the answer. I got to try something else. I don't have an answer. Uh, You're not really letting anything bake or marinate or any of that stuff. The Lakers Lakers is, this is who we are. We're not changing who we are. You got to adjust to us. And I think that's been probably one of the more. And I I, I think the Boston Celtics is a good example because the Celtics got to the NBA Finals last year. They have a coach who is a first-year head coach. And I'm not watching the Celtics series that closely. Um, but I'm also shocked that they're down 3-2. To I, Doc Rivers. I, <laughs> I mean, let, let's say what it is. To a team that has a head coach that is the only person to have blown three different 3-1 leads. So there's there's something there for sure. I, I think that you know ultimately we'll see how that Celtics series ends up, but the fact that we're having a conversation today, Lakers are up 3-1, and there's a lot of fingers being pointed at the other coach that hey is he making the right moves what if he did this what if he did that and it's not being coached at the or it's not being pointed at the first yeah. year head coach that's impressive I, I think it is I think the Kerr portion of it is there aren't moves to make he doesn't have the hand that he usually does Jordan Poole's just been bad mm-hmm. what is he supposed to do with that the Kaminga is basically unplayable at this point Gary Payton is not a great offensive player there's just there's really limits to what he can do that's that but I want to give Darvin a ton of credit, not just for understanding what needs to be done, not just for doing the things that he's done to get to this point, but he does a thing that, I don't know if this is a new school thing and that he's a rookie head coach, maybe he's more open to the idea of this, but you see it with a guy like Kerr. You see it with some of these older coaches that have been around a longer period of time. He doesn't go with, well, these are my guys. These are the guys that I rode with in this plan, and I'm going to trust my guys because I've been through 100 different battles with them, and I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to go down with my guys. Hey, D'Angelo, you're having a bad night tonight. Sit down, brother. We're going to go. Lonnie, you're in, right? We're going to do that. Hey, D'Angelo can't make a shot. All right, we're going to run this through Dennis Schroeder for the time being. He goes with the guys that have the hot hand, and I think that – Older coaches, veteran coaches are are less reluctant to say, listen, I know Lonnie Walker's hot right now, but D'Angelo's a better player. We gotta put no 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 no. Ride 
the hot hand until he's not hot anymore. Can I? Can I? Give and you- and, and you, he he's so good at that, and he seems to know when the moment to stay with a guy, get off of a guy, and all the, just that that moment where I'm either gonna pull my air quote starter off the court and go with the hot hand, or I need to put my starter back in there because the hot hand isn't hot anymore. He's got that very uh, he's just there's a knack to it that he seems to have that a lot of guys don't. I'm gonna give you an example and. This has been kind of an interesting situation for the Golden State Warriors. Naturally, I understand where Steph Kerr, where, uh, Steve Kerr is coming from. Clay Thompson's going to get a lot of minutes. Sure. That's his guy. He's sticking with Clay Thompson. But you know what you haven't seen? And it's a tough decision to make. We're talking about Clay Thompson. We're talking about a four time champion. But there's definitely some chatter up in the Bay saying, listen, if he's if he's not hitting shots, you gotta have guys that are, are giving you some results. See if someone else will. See if somebody will. Yeah. And and the reason why I point that out is because it's different. You got LeBron you're not taking LeBron or Anthony Davis out. And I'm not saying Clay is LeBron or Anthony Davis, but at one point Clay was that important important to the Golden State Warriors. Now you can still go off for thirty in any given night. But isn't that kind of fascinating that even players, I got to go with Clay because that's my guy, rather than that ain't working, I got to try something different. There's a little bit of that that you've kind of seen in the series as well. He's calm, too. There, yeah. There's just and, and I get it that they're going to edit this stuff in the games to make it look a certain way, one way or the other. But when TNT does, or ESPN, or whoever the, the game happens to be First on. First quarter interview or whatever? No, I'm talking those in the huddle moments. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and the NBA coaches, they all say the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's never about you need to guard him and we're going to run this play. It's always about effort and, and staying in it and defending. It's the same message from every NBA coach. 98. Guys, don't let up. These guys are a good team. They're Effort, all, energy. They're all taking Pat Riley's from the 80s it, one. It's, all, it's, I would just read that script. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's about energy. It's about effort. It's about committing to the defensive end of the floor. But it's the tone of it all that I think is to- that, that varies from guy to guy. There's the tone of frantic energy, and I'm trying to get my guys going, and, I, and, and I'm – radiating this incredible tension to my guys, whether it's in, uh, on purpose or not. And then there's the very calm, very matter-of-fact, and Steve Kerr, who is a calmer coach, who's yeah. been all the things we've talked about, been around 100 times. His message is calm, but less calm than Darvin Ham's because they're behind, because they're chasing. And Ham's has just been... Very matter of fact, we need to lock down defensively. I love what he said about the – I don't know because you're, you're in the game sometimes doing your updates and whatnot. But he said, guys, they're really hard to beat. Mm. We've got to make sure that we do X, Y, Z. wasn't panicky. It wasn't anything other than they're going to be hard to, to choke out. They're going to be a very hard team to finish off. And you could almost feel like, yep, okay, we got a fight on our hands. Let's go do it. Not panic, not nervous, just we have to be committed to what we're doing right or else we're not going to win this game. But a sense of if we play our game, we've got it. I love the way he's leading the team. I love it. Okay, question for you. How much of that LeBron's not on this team? Put any other player in the league on this team that just doesn't have the experience that LeBron James does. Mm-hmm. How much do you think, and I don't want to take away credit from Darvin Ham, but how much do you think it helps having, I get to have this 20-year vet sure. who's seen it all sure. that can actually look at the players and then we're going to get on the floor with them and say, relax, calm down, we're good. Hey, I need you to be more aggressive, this, that. How much do you think it makes Darvin Ham's job that much easier because LeBron exists. 
that LeBron is there with him. I think it makes Darwin's job easier because LeBron buys into it. You know what I mean? The, the LeBron could choose not to participate in then it. Then it right? folds. Then, then the, or do you get this weird, fractious situation where – Am I listening to the coach? Am I taking the cue from the best player, the greatest player of all time? What do I do? Or he could just be very neutral in the whole thing, but LeBron buys into it. Look, Darvin could be the world's greatest leader in the world. He could be the greatest coach in the world. If LeBron's sitting there looking off into the the stands looking at peanut vendors, then the message isn't going through. LeBron LeBron's going to set the tone, and thankfully he because he's a good teammate, because yeah. he wants to win, because he believes in the message that's being preached – I think it works great, and Darvin's message is getting through. They play hard. They don't panic. They continue to compete. Even Both the games that they lost, the, the game where they were behind 11 in the second quarter, the okay. most recent, these were games that felt like they were kind of in a weird spot, and the Lakers just kind of keep playing. They Chip just away. keep playing. Yeah, Chip do. away. Mm-hmm. They don't do that where they start jacking up really bad shots. Just keep playing the way we do. I think that's a direct reflection of the head coach. want to throw something your way. We do it coming back, but the AD... Anthony Davis, and yesterday something happened in the other games that is potentially putting this map together. I know the Lakers got to get through the Golden State Warriors, but talk about the best big men in the NBA. We might have to go through the best big... AD might get the best big men in the NBA to go win an NBA championship. I thought it was fascinating for me yesterday. We do that coming up next. We'll do that coming up next. Plus, get your Ask Emily's in. That's about 15 minutes away from right now. Just you can send to me. Type, type soft. <laughs> yeah, don't get aggressive. Ask or at Travis Rogers. You can send them to me. You can send them to Al as well. At Alan Sleewell. You can also call 877-710-ESPN. We'll take some of your Laker calls as well. What do you think is going to happen tonight and how important is Game 5 up in San Francisco? It's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Had a nice little bonus Laker segment there during the break as well. You 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 logged a lot of TNT time last night, didn't you? I did. I can tell. <laughs> so I, I got a chance. Um, I'm kicking back. I was actually working a little bit on the pregame show. And TNT, it might be the only show that does this. It really, really might be the only show with, with Shaq, you know, obviously um, EJ, Kenny, and, uh, and Chuck. It's the one of the only shows that I'm okay to watch this 18-point blowout with two minutes left to go because they're coming up next. Mm. A lot of shows, you just I, – I, in sports, a lot of it is completely based on, is it a good game or not? I'm going to watch till the end. But I know those guys are coming up next. My girl watches it. She she likes them. Like, she, she has no idea about anything going on, and she will watch because of them, which is just amazing you, just in itself. Are you guys going to watch his new show, Charles, I'm talking about? He's going to do CNN, a show right? with, with, with Gail King on yeah. CNN, and it's gonna, not going to be a political show necessarily, but they're going to cover the topics of the day, which would include politics, which would include... Like they're talking about pop culture and food and all those sort of things. I'll watch it this way. I'll watch it this way. It will get cut up into pieces and you'll get a six minute clip here, an eight minute clip here, a three minute clip here. And the topic, if it's interesting, I will watch it. Will I actually go and physically watch the whole thing? I don't think It's a weird one because we were talking about the NFL, the saturation point, right? Like, I I truly believe that we're going to get – look, they're playing in every country in the world. They're playing in every day of the week. That They're trying to figure out the point of where, all right, enough is enough. Let's just split football here. Is there a Charles Barkley component with that? That, Because you get him a lot. Right, he's on talk shows. He does the late night circuit. He's on TNT a lot. He does CBS uh, college basketball during the tournament. He's in every fourth commercial that's on TV is yeah. a Charles Barkley yeah. commercial that we have. Everybody still loves him along the way. It'll be interesting to see how it goes if Charles Barkley is giving you his takes on guns and politics and religion and these kind of things. He has this. TV diplomatic immunity that's allowed him to kind of walk through everything he wants to walk through for most of his life. But if he's doing it every day, it'll be interesting. I think for I think for Barkley, as long as he's exactly who he is, out you know on inside the NBA, as long as he's that Barkley, as long as he doesn't have to like change his personality, just be yourself. And I think for him, one of the things that makes him so great, he has such a matter of fact and like this is common sense. Whether that will come off on the politics side, I'm interested. I think I think it's a the concept is interesting. We'll see if it if it does well. This is what he said about the Warriors and the Lakers. So well, good. they're cooked. Cooked as in cooked yeah. As this, in this series is guaranteed. over. Whether in five or six, so five or six is over. I hate that. I I just I I I agree that the Lakers are in a great spot. But whenever I hear Charles Barkley or Alan Sliwa say, "Oh, it's over. Bring on the Nuggets," I'm a one for one I, right now. I get very nervous. I get very very nervous. It's not over. They're in a let's. They're in a great spot. Let's not pretend that they're not. But it's not over, so Charles and is Sliwa. It, <laughs> isn't technically the definition of what's the difference when I say to you, Trev? Who's going to win the series? Uh-huh. What would be your response? I think the Lakers have a very good chance to win the series. <laughs> it's the same thing. You just added a couple words 
in the middle there. Well, but there, there are very important few words in the middle of it because it's like, oh, you think so? Like if you say, oh, Lakers are going to win. Oh, oh, really? They, they, they have, they're very, they're, they hear everything out. Unless the gods add a better, more size to the Golden State Warriors, I don't know how. Never, I'm, not gonna do I'm it. just saying the corgi has some points. The corgi and Charles is the is, corgi's the one that scares me the most out of anybody. Charles is loud wrong a lot. He is. <laughs> He's loud wrong a lot. Well, he did pick the first round was Clippers. Yeah, that did work. But Kawhi out. was there. And uh, who was the other? I think he picked Kings. I think he picked Kings over the yeah, Warriors. Yeah, over two. Yeah, he's over two. Right <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't go okay, over three. Some, something I noticed yesterday. Okay, so the two games going on um, yesterday, you had Philly taking on the Boston Celtics. Remember, Boston was—I don't know what changed today. Boston was the number one odds in Vegas to win the whole thing. Lakers were number two. Well, Boston's now down. Three games to two in their series against Philly. Lakers are up three games to one in their series. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how often they're changing these odds. I'm sure it's on a daily basis, but I wouldn't be surprised now if Lakers are the, the favorites to win the whole thing. But two things They're tied ha- with the Sixers, I believe, is the second okay. best choice. All right. two, two things that I think happened in the last 24 hours. We've been talking about Anthony Davis and how incredible he's been. He's had some games where you want more from him offensively, but you literally cannot say anything about what he's doing. He owns half of the court. He's Mm -hmm. owned half of the court against Memphis. He's owned half of the court against the Golden State Warriors. And then he's still going to give you what? He's averaging, I think, like 22 and whatever it is, right? Okay, put that to the side. We've been asking Anthony Davis to be part of the conversation with a couple different players in the league. How come he's not part of the conversation with Giannis? How come he's not part of the conversation with Embiid? How come he's not part of the conversation with Jokic? Why not? He's good enough. He should be a part of that conversation. At one point, he was back in 2020, yep. and he's played his way out of that or has not played enough to be a part of that conversation, right? Just his availability. Yesterday, all defensive first and second team came out, and AD wasn't a part of it. My personal opinion who cares? We're watching the best defensive player. Giannis cares. We're, <laughs> he does. Yeah. He does. That's right. He does care. He's tired um, of the disrespect, Al. Um, we're watching the best defensive player every single night. You know what could happen over these next couple of weeks? You could have Joker in the second round, or in, I'm sorry, in the Western Conference Finals. You could have him in the next round. Mm-hmm. You can have who many believe is the best player in the world right now. You could potentially have Joel Embiid in the NBA Finals to go in an NBA championship, get to number 18. I know everything's still got to finish itself out, but that conversation that we just keep, we have gone so far out of our way to talk about, why can't he be in that conversation? This postseason, the way the Lakers ended the season as well, remember, he played, he missed two games since his injury, and I think they were both on the back-to-backs. Other than that, he's been there every single night. Yep. He's been there every single night. There's nothing you could really say about it. His performance, yes, he's had games where one day you look at him and say, this is the closest thing that we've seen to whoever. Another night you're calling, you're saying, is this JaVale McGee out here? Right? Like there's, there's been a little bit of that as well. AD is in a very interesting spot. I think everybody agrees that whether the baton was trying to get past not everybody agrees that he's the best player on the Los Angeles Lakers every single night. He's the most important player every single night. He's the best player even with Steph Curry on the other side or John Morant on the other side. 
he might get the opportunity to go up against the big men that we've been talking about these last couple of years. And I, I just kind of find that story fascinating as it plays out. Look, I'm, I'm going to try to put a fine point on this. It isn't just his availability that people talk about. It's his heart. It, it, it is. And when he plays well, he's exactly what you just described. He's one of the best players in the league, and he is in the class with Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. But it has gone from, well, he's sometimes in the lineup, sometimes out of the lineup. Like, dude, what, what is your deal? Right? When people start asking about what, what is your deal, do you, do you want this? Are you about this or not? That's really hard to bounce back from. And that's the, that's the answer he has a chance to provide to basketball people, to the other basketball players in the league, to people that write about this league, to people that talk about the league like you and I. Because if he does go through Steph Curry, I was the better player on the floor than Steph Curry. I was a better player on the floor than Nikola Jokic. I was a better player on the floor with Joel Embiid. That doesn't happen just because you're a good player. you got to want it to. And mm-hmm. I think there'd be an answer about his heart as much as it. No one's ever ever questioned his ability to play it's been is he is he playing and if he is playing why is he playing like that we don't ask that question about Giannis and Jokic we don't ask it about Embiid at the beginning maybe a little bit but not for several years he has a chance to kind of put that to rest at least with the does he have a heart the the can he play 65 70 games I don't know that the only way that's going to take care of itself is if he actually goes and does it but if he goes through this stretch yep. where they had to have him for the last, what, call it eight, nine, ten weeks of the regular season, you had to have him in literally every round of the playoffs, and he goes through, toss Memphis aside because whatever, but you go through the defending champs, the two-time MVP, the current MVP mm. to win an NBA championship, the questions about his heart are gone. You you can't – then it just becomes an availability question, but – that's what he has on the table right there. It doesn't come around like that very often to where you can say, yes, the only reason why I'm not in that conversation or I'm not in it anymore is because my ankle got hurt or my shoulder, whatever it might be. It's not about my, what's inside my heart. It's about what my body's able to do. He could put that to rest once and for all. It would be nice to see, quite frankly. Well, I, I look, for me, I, I don't know if I look at it specifically that way. I just want him... In my eyes, he's been just so unbelievable this year. And the fact that he gets an opportunity to go through the best, mm-hmm. to pretend, the, the names that we've been comparing him to or not comparing him enough to, right? By the time January 1st rolled around, I was not comparing Anthony Davis to any of these players that we're talking no about. No one was. These playoffs, you cannot talk about these playoffs without mentioning AD in the same light as... You know, Jimmy Butler, what he's doing in Miami is amazing. What Embiid is doing, what Joker's doing. There's a few teams out there that you look at, and there's individual players. And it's kind of interesting how I just look, I watched yesterday. Yeah, two teams go up three games to two, and both of them include arguably the two best big men, minus, minus Giannis. And here's Anthony Davis on the other side. Uh, obviously taking care of business as he has. Can I answer a question about the long-term future of the Lakers, too, if he can go through that gauntlet? That, that, that's another question that's looming in the distance that, hey, what happens after this year, whether they lose here, lose in the finals, lose in the Western Conference, that w- what happens next? He can take care of all that, too, with a run through another couple of rounds along the way. Ask Emily coming up next. Send him on Twitter, at Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa, and of course you can call as well, 877-710-3776. It's coming up next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza the number 1 pick in Detroit style pizza why 
It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, Em, so this one comes on the heels of your very, if I may say so myself, very successful uh, succession where you are assigning sure. Laker players, succession characters along the way. Uh, Mailman Matt writes, if you had to assign ESPN LA personnel as the office characters, who would everyone be? Now, that I mean, let, let's start in our room here. Let's start with Taylor. Who would Taylor be in an office character? Uh, Jim. I think he gives off Jim vibes. You know, Jim is kind of understated. He has his own jokes, his inside jokes. Uh, also tall. Um, and I think that it's just the cool guy energy without trying too hard to be the cool guy energy. What about Al? Him. Al? You got off nice, Taylor. You got a yeah, nice. Yeah, you got, you got the best one. Got, Al, got I could see a little bit as, hmm, I see a little bit of like Oscar. Um, it's not a bad thing. It's it's just like the idea of you know a lot about a lot of things. He's well traveled man. He uh, likes the finer things in life, which I also think that you like the finer things in life. Um, if I'm not Toby or Daryl, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I see I see Oscar. You're, you're not as much of a um, but well as he is, or but like I actually, think yeah. Well, actually, that's what it is. Yes. And me, Travis. You, I could see. I'm You're trying creed. not You're to use like, the biggest guy out there, like the like the Roy of the world, or like his <laughs> temperament Roy's is like that. Bad. Um, but I could see you more like a Daryl. I think you could get you get along well with Jim. I think you get along well with Taylor. You got like sports, talking sports and stuff. Um, I think you're uh, more competent, obviously, than Daryl is at sometimes <laughs> in his job. But I think Daryl. Yes. <laughs> what about Chris? Morales yeah. is Todd Packer, 100%. 100%. Not even a question about that. That's great. Get, uh, let's do one more. Let's do Mason. Who's Mason? Is he Michael Scott? It's uh, a good idea. A little I bit think of that. that he could be Michael Scott. I think he could be... I don't know. He's hard, he's hard, to, he's hard to nail down for me right now. Maybe like Robert California? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a clear vision of who he is. All right, fair enough. Let's go to Jason Levine, who says, who's the biggest diva on the show? On this show? Uh, yeah, I don't think we have a diva, do we? don't we? really have a diva. No, we don't. Um, I think that... Who has uh, the most diva in them? Um, I think, hmm... Maybe you you like to you ask me to change the TV all the, a lot of the times. I do. You know, you things go around your schedule. That's you true. have your kid leaving. You got to go play, uh, watch him play baseball. You got to leave early. 
as much as any of us are divas, which none of us are divas. I'm okay with all of those. I'm all right with all of those. Uh, Beer pong. This is from James. Beer pong or a shotgun kind of girl? Beer pong. I am not a shotgunner. I'm not good at... uh, I would not beat you. Um, don't worry about that. But I, I'm my best game though is flip cup by far. I actually played it this weekend with my friends at a bar. Tell um, me what that one is again. That's the one where you you have to drink a little bit, and then you flip the. It sits on the edge of the yeah, table, and it. you flip it with your Pop. finger, and then it lands on its face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm good at flip cup. You get in, a, you in, a, in a mode with flip cup. I don't. We didn't really play flip cup. Uh, beer pong was the quarters. Anybody a quarters fan in here? I don't play quarters. I think beer pong though. The only thing about beer pong, beer pong is I was that, like fading away. But you can only play with four people at a time. With flip cup, you can do like eight, ten people at a time. It's better. It's a better party game Just than beer pong over. is. So Taylor, back in the day, you strike me as somebody who might have been good at quarters. Am I wrong? Not so much. Um, I play submarine. You guys ever do that one? No. What's that one? So you take a glass and then you put, you take like a regular size glass, f- fill it up with beer, then you take a, a shot glass and put. Like whiskey or whatever, whatever kind of, and you you actually float it in there. Okay. So people have to they have to pour until it sinks. Oh, oh. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's my yeah, favorite one. It's a submarine straw at the end, and then you have to do the shot and the beer. And whoever the you know, whoever makes it sink has to drink the whole thing. That could yeah. get messy quickly. That, that I feel does. like that could get away from you after a round or two. Plus, you could just you know just drink it on your own pace. That's another way to do it. Uh, Cap from Whittier. What does Emily's perfect weekend look like? Hashtag Ask Emily. Um, I'm, I was, Can we guess? <laughs> I would take it from Kevin Malone and say fourteen hours of TV. But anyway, what what is? What is I would, right, I'm going yes, to yes. say Emily is at some point watching a movie. Okay, so she's going to the movie theater. She's finding a movie that she likes, um, and it's 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 she's got to get some TV in her. So that's kind of the movie theater vibe. She's going to get that. At some point, she's going to be at a bar with her friends maybe not trivia because it's weekend i feel like trivia is weekdays I believe it's wednesday night yeah yes. that's like a week it is wednesday. it's a weekday <laughs> thing you don't do that on weekends you I do it on weekdays yeah. it feels like a wednesday um, activity. she's hanging out with her friends and she's definitely at a bar and the night just kind of goes there is no when it's going to end i don't know We're just kind of going to go with the flow with it here um, at the end of the night, there might be some pizza involved. I was going to say there, there has to be pizza a pizza involved. on the floor yeah. at some point in this. And weekend. what I just described was eight percent of her weekend, and then she probably fills in. <laughs> How do you do? A lot of other good uh, stuff. I think that's Saturday. Yeah, uh, is that, that was Saturday. That's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> half of Saturday. Still got a day and a half to occupy. I like um, as a Saturday, wake up, do some exercise, whether it be going a walk, go to my spin place, or go on a bike ride um, by the beach. Uh, depending on the weather, I like to go catch a matinee as opposed to an evening thing. I like a matinee uh, movie theater experience. Um, and then, yeah, either have some friends over and um, watch me at my house or go to a bar and see people. But I, I like also on a weekend to, to cook one good meal, whether it be a big one for the whole week or one good meal that, that day. Um and usually make something and and stuff like that. So I, I it's usually pretty chill. But There's a pretty sleep packed. in in there at some point too. Right? Uh, I don't. I'm not a big sleeping in person. No? I mean, the, right. l- latest I sleep in usually is like nine or ten. That's a sleep in. It's a sleep in for you guys. Yeah, no, that, but it's not ten, a sleep ten in. Ten o'clock for, is that's a sleep in. Nine I o'clock actually sleep haven't in, right? slept until ten p.m. or ten a.m. in a in a while though. I just <laughs> N- I mean nine. Nine. I don't think it's a sleep in. It's the it's the outer edge of normal, right? Is that fair? Yeah. Nine is yeah. the outer. Put it this way. Normal? Put it yeah. this way. Okay. If it's like nine eleven or nine oh seven, it's a sleeping. Yeah. If it's eight fifty seven, it's not like a sleeping. Well, what if you yeah. went to bed at three? 
Well, that's that's my whole point. That's why it's the sleep in, right? Because you have the late night. I'm not saying it's additional hours. It's you're burning the candle at a different time. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Also throwing a concert there. Sometimes it's nice to do live music. Uh, Drew writes, uncontrollable hiccups or sneezing for a year. Mm. Those are both sound terrible. How long do I have uh, the hiccups for? I would assume it, they're both for a year. You either get sneezing just or one hiccups year. for a year. It's just one year of your life. I think, I think there's a right answer I think here. hiccups is better because it doesn't affect the people around me nearly as much. I can maybe hide it a little bit. Um, so I, I'll take hiccups over sneezing. I, I think you'd probably have, not you, but the person that has this thing, hiccups would make you go insane after a couple yeah. of days. But there's a sympathy that goes along with hiccups. Like if you had the hiccup, like man, that sucks because nobody yeah. really knows how to get rid of them. Uh-huh. With sneezing, you feel like you're just spreading diseases all over. I feel the place. like I already sneeze all the time, so I feel like I'm a veteran <laughs> there. I would take the sneezing and just have paper towels attached to my belt. I also sneeze really loudly, and I don't think that'd be great either. All right, Moy, one more here, Emily. Uh, since you are a fan of the Twilight franchise, if a vampire bites a zombie, would the vampire turn into a zombie, or would the zombie turn into a vampire? Hmm, I think, so vampire's biting zombie. Yes. I think zombie turns into a vampire zombie. So, <laughs> so zombie goes, zombie goes vampire. Zombie goes, does that make sense? I, I, I'm, I'm confused. So, the, the so, question I mean, the question me. is, if you bite, if the vampire bites the zombie, yes. does the vampire then become a zombie, right. or does the zombie become a vampire? Right. I vampire. think the zombie becomes a vampire. Whoever does the biting, does the they they take to over. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that works for me. One more. I decided I found another one I like. This is from Chrissy. You can put yourself in any TV show. What would it be, and what character would you want to be? For exa- for an example, Emily in Succession could be Logan's estranged daughter who just found out he was her dad, and now she wants her share. Uh, I mean, I would love to be Connor Roy. Uh, I don't have to do anything with my life, and I have billions and billions of dollars, and I can just go do it with whatever whim comes to my mind, whether it be uh, my partner's uh, play or running for president. I think Connor Roy is a great spot. I also like You know this- why Connor Roy is a great one, too? What? I don't think he knows he's an idiot. And he has no pressure. No right. one believes in him to be good. Okay, can I just say this? <laughs> I gave this some real thought last night. I think I might start Succession. I'm so far out and I'm so far behind. (laughs) But if it's that good and everybody here has watched it, there's got to be a reason for it. It it is good. It is good. It's less good right now. But just understand that Connor Roy has the perfect amount of lack of self-awareness. Like You you, you are capable of doing what you want to do, but you don't realize that you're not very good at it. And you could just kind of go through the rest of you, and there, there are no financial repercussions. Exactly. Imagine how great that would be. And nobody, be- nobody believes life. that you have to do anything. And like, no one ever tells you the truth either. It's yes. like, yep, that sounds great. Go ahead and knock so yourself out. So he thinks there. he's the greatest at everything that yes. he does. Yes. And there's no repercussions. And there's no, and everyone nope, else really. around him goes, is that- "This guy over here is the biggest <laughs> dummy I've ever seen in my life." But it's the doors close when they say it. Yeah, but who cares? He just lives his life. Yeah, but they want those three percent and four percent from Alaska. <laughs> there uh, are decimals. I need there. to ask my Woman about Oman. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. That was such a bad line. All right, Slee, let's talk a little bit about the Dodgers when we get back here. Let's talk about what is going on with that bullpen because I think I flip flopped. You asked me before, top concern. Yeah. I got a new one. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESP.